Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Bob, what do you think? I'm sure at some point the NFL would have to contact TV stations like you guys and let you know that the game might get moved, right? Oh, yeah. I think that's all part of it, uh, Pony. They're going to make sure everything is – I agree with Christo. I don't think – I've checked in this a little bit today. Unless – you know, this lake effect ban just exponentially grows. I, I don't know that this is going to happen. The winds will be a problem. I, I give it a very, very, very small chance that they'll ever move that game. There's too many things that have to happen. But as Chris said, you have to make sure that you have plan B and plan C just in case. And they've been down this road before. But I don't think it's going to end up there unless something drastically changes. Well, it, it, Steelers fans might remember this. My travel was affected by it because I was in Kansas City for this game. The last time they won a playoff game against the Chiefs, that game got moved on a Friday from an afternoon game yep. to a night game. So the game got moved <laughs> back time-wise. Yep. I ended up getting a first-class seat out of that. Some lady heard me bitching about it on the air, and she found my flight information <laughs> over at the airport and hooked it up. Congratulations on all your success. Yeah. Uh, Bob, if this game, is it almost, assuming it does happen in Buffalo, do you think it's like a best-case scenario for the Steelers if the weather is just such an atrocity? They play the game on time still, but the weather's so bad that it just turns it into like a basically an old Army Navy game. Is that the Steelers' best chance where it's everybody's running the ball and it's three yards and a cloud of snow powder? <laughs> so I would say yes to that, Chris. With a caveat, the, the special teams would be huge in this game, and whatever happens to oh, the no. punting game uh, is going to really dictate Brad what Wing happens. Do you think Wing punts <laughs> in that situation, Bob? I think they're going to try to go for it both sides as much as they can unless it's ridiculously deep in your own territory i don't i don't see any advantages with wind trying to kick a ball especially into it um and and what that you know what it may result in there could be a lot of disaster in special teams so i mean yeah the steelers run the ball but so do the bills you know and then the one advantage they have is that josh allen runs it as part of their run game and he may carry it 15 to 20 times and if he does that's you know you got to watch out for him too he's a big guy that Likes to do it's it. Has automatic numbers success. advantage too, Bob. That you take, you can add one blocker to the play because the quarterback might be carrying the ball on it, so you don't remove exactly. it like you would on a normal run play. Yeah, so Bob, I, I don't uh, think you'll see a lot of passing. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, do you expect the Steelers to win? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, the, the deficit is so big, and, and typically in that situation, they have a hard time winning games when they're that big of an under. In fact, it's not just them. It's it's the league in general. So uh, it would be very surprising if they did. But, hey, you never know. Weird things happen in sports. And if they get a couple of breaks and they don't contribute to that themselves by playing uh, you know, a mistake-free game, sure, they could be in it. I think, you know, I told Chris this last night on the sports car, I think if they're in the game late, a lot of pressure shifts through the shoulders of the Buffalo Bills because their expectation level is far higher than the Steelers. And they have not succeeded in some of these big games in the past. I think pressure would be on Sean McDermott. So to their best case, they, they have to be in the game late. They can't fall behind, try to dig out from this. If they are, who knows? 
Bob, how well equipped do you think this team actually is to weather the loss of T.J. Watt? Well, I think better than in previous years, but having said that, it's difficult to replace him, period. So you would expect big efforts out of those guys, and I do think they're better than they've been in previous years with uh, Marcus Golden, who's a veteran, has been around, he's made some plays, and I think Herbie has a motor that never stops, so don't be surprised if he comes up with a play or two that you may not expect, or at least most people in the, you know, uh, in the NFL, don't expect to see, but we've seen enough of him to know he does make those plays. So, but more than anything, they just they've got to make sure that they do not allow the middle of the field and those tight ends. I don't care what we're talking about. Normally, it, you know, wind, no wind, snow, rain, whatever. If you got short passes over the middle and you're trying to come, you know, try to take down guys like Kincaid and uh, Knox, that's and they've had their problems there. I still look at that as the biggest key of this game. Bob, if the Steelers pull it off. And they give us a colossal upset by point spread. Be the biggest in Steelers playoff history. Who will be the Steelers' most valuable player in Buffalo Sunday, in Buffalo Monday, or possibly in Cleveland Sunday? You want one on each side of the ball or just one in general? (laughs) No. The guy that would get Bob, who is your prediction for MVP? You only give one MVP in the Super Bowl. It's only one MVP here. For this playoff game, Bob, if they win, you're probably I'm going to say Pat Fryermuth. I feel like you're saying that just to be somebody who's going out on an actual limb. Well, I mean, I would expect to run. You know, the, the, he's not going to touch it as much as the running backs will. I also think Joey Porter Jr. may come up with a player or two here. So, but I think Fryermuth hasn't been used a lot. You know, Chris, I'm looking at him and saying this: this I would use him more, especially in just as I said with Buffalo's tight ends. You know, that's a distinct advantage, and the Steelers have had a hard time covering. I think Friermuth can get into the middle of their field, and if they give him opportunities, not unlike what we saw in that Cincinnati game, you, you things can happen. Bob, 10.30, 5 on the sports call tonight. You'll be talking about this game and reacting to the Penguins and well, Canucks. Rich, Rich will be time. there with Chris. Oh, so uh, we, okay. we have a bunch of specials we're doing starting t- tonight, tomorrow, and all this other stuff. So well, Tell us about those very quickly. Oh, we have a preview special that I air on Saturday and then what we do normally on Sunday, which is a big day. We have two hours of postgame right after the game. So Chris Hoke will be there, and um, he'll be on that Mason bandwagon as he has been for the last two years, <laughs> and we'll see where it takes us. All right, Bob, thank you. We'll talk again next week. All right, guys, have a good night.